0: Fiends to Handle Whisker. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network, discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts Holly Hooch and John. Guys, how are you doing tonight?
1: Good. Hi.
2: Good. Good.
1: I'm drinking tea. Drinking tea.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking beer. And I'm drinking. A mean, a colada seltzer. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra fun. <phobia. laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, anyways, I am your host, Emily Drunk. And, you know, throughout the month, we will be highlighting uh, Cholgraphobia films, aka The Fear of Clowns. And before we introduce tonight's movie, just a few general podcast notes just to remind you guys, we are doing watch parties every Thursday night on Streamlounge starting at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, March has been... Uh, basically, all Shutter selects. We watched Spring uh, last week. Tomorrow night, we'll be watching Jacob's Wife uh, with, of course, horror icon Barbara Crampton in it, and that movie is fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, looking forward to rewatching that one. Uh, you know, it's just a really... Easy way to watch movies with the community, and it's free to sign up with using your Shutter login. So join us tomorrow night for that. Uh, outside of that, if you guys are looking to support the show, we also have our Patreon where we have tiers starting at just one dollar a month, uh, and you can earn early access to all of our episodes as well as monthly commentary tracks for whatever uh, short film we watch, on top of some other stuff as well. Uh, you can also get, like, movie and phobia selections for the podcast, so you can kind of, like, tailor towards what you want to hear about as well. And, of course, we do have merchandise available on tpublic at tpublic.com slash handle with scare. Now, with all of that out of the way, uh, so we started our Fear of Clowns this past week uh, with the, and I'm going to air quote again, underrated 90s slasher. The the Clown at Midnight, where Christopher Plummer tried his best to uplift a fairly average slasher with one of the most awkward sex scenes in any movie I have ever seen. And the fact that that was the most memorable scene should say a lot about the movie. Uh, But, you know, tonight is Holly's first of two selections for the month. And I have to say, like... I'm already feeling a lot better this week going into our recording uh, than last week because of the selection because it is one of my Halloween go-to. So, Holly, why don't you go ahead and introduce your first pick for tonight?
1: Sure. So today we're going to be talking about Haunt, a really awesome film that takes, well, I don't know where it takes place. But uh, it's about a haunted house or uh, that is the only name for it, right? (laughs) A haunted house. Uh, uh, built and manned by serial killers that are attracting people. Yet they only have one Yelp review. We can can definitely work on that for sure. But uh, they attract, you know, young people to to this haunted house. They put them through uh, all sorts of hell, uh, you know, climaxing and a a lot of really interesting and fun kills. Uh, There is an angry boyfriend in the mix or ex-boyfriend, which is lots of fun, a toxic, abusive one. You know, that really has it coming. Uh, What else? Uh, And there is a lot of body mods, which is also a lot of fun. Uh, This is one of the more straightforward clown picks that were on our list. And, you know, I I picked a really experimental one. So I figured I should pick one that's really straightforward and really going to knock it out of the park anyway. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's important to note that the clown in this movie is the mastermind behind the haunted attraction as well. So uh, mm-hmm. while he may not necessarily have as much of uh, of like a big scene as like the devil character uh, in this movie, uh, he is kind of like the final piece that is left on right. the board when all is said and done, uh, you know, once we kind of have the uh, revenge subplot to kind of, like, take us home in this case. Uh But, you know, really early on, I really enjoyed the opening. It was, you know, kind of reminiscent of, like, The Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, you know, like, making of the gloves. But in this case, you're seeing the glimpse of the work that goes into this actual haunt. You know, you get to see... Uh, you're going to see, like, the trap wiring being set up as well as the flyers for the haunt being printed out. And, of course, it's in, like, the stereotypical uh, kind of, like, ransom note uh, lettering. Except, you know, it's not, like, magazine clippings that you would normally see. It's just all on a red piece of paper and black lettering. So, you know, they they could have done a little bit more with that. But, again, like, you're making copies. It is what it is. Uh, but, you know... One of the things that I really like about this movie is, yeah, like, if you're familiar with haunts, there's a lot of fucking work that goes into these haunted houses, and I was glad to at least get a little glimpse of it, knowing that it's like, oh, this isn't just like a pop-up shop that's like, oh, there it is. No, like, this shit is getting planned out uh, (laughs) in, like, a similar fashion to, like, what you would see in something like Hellfest, which is another one that is uh a similar setup but it's kind of a different uh setting because that's more amusement park and this is more an extreme haunted house Mm -hmm.
1: right i was just gonna say that's my favorite scene in the whole movie because it's it's the the editing is just like one of those like superhero Mm -hmm. montages where they're putting on their their suit Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of like i'm gonna saw this plank of wood i'm gonna nail this blah 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 and i almost wish there was like a quick little cut in of them like filling out permits or walking the fire marshal through it. (laughs) Like it was so hilarious how it's like, here's the tedium of building a haunted house where we're going to kill children Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, uh, young adults. (laughs) (laughs) So I, that was, that was my favorite part because it made (laughs) me laugh a lot.
0: (laughs) Oh man. And of course, you know, really early on, uh, what, one of the things that I laugh so hard about this movie is, you know, after, like, the little party scene that happens, right, uh, you know, they're, like, driving, and, of course, you have, like, the one douchebag character who's always, like, the loudmouth, uh, who is also serving as, like, the Uber driver, trying to make sure he maintains his rating. Uh, but, you know, at one point, they stop because, like, they feel like they're lost, and that's when they have, like, the light-up sign in the road saying, like, oh, haunted house, like... I, I, I understand this is a movie surrounded <laughs> around a bunch of teenagers, but, like, no part of me would ever be like, oh, that's a sign. Like, quite literally, let's go here. <laughs> you know? Like, it's yeah. blasphemy.
2: <laughs> and they show the... Uh truck following them too oh yeah There was almost like uh, this suggestion that they were being like herded into it but kind of not but it didn't yeah it was more random that data. was the ex-boyfriend that was oh well, that was yeah following
1: them? so oh was, i thought that
2: was put members of the group no, oh yeah people do the hunt
1: that was the ex-boyfriend trying to uh stalking his girlfriend so in the That's beginning right. of the movie you know you got a bunch of girls and a bunch of guys like separately getting ready to go to this party or it's just the girl. And then they meet up with the guys at the party and it's a lot of like, we're going to have fun tonight. And they're all super cute except for one who's really sad because you know, she's getting beat up by her boyfriend and, and of course the whole like, go, is she going to break up with him? And so he's very possessive. And so he stalks her throughout the night and that's, that's him in the truck. Okay. Although I have to admit that that whole like, Oh, the ex is now in the haunted house. Should have had a splashier scene. Mm -hmm. Just my opinion. I mean, we've been waiting for this dude to get it. And then it was kind of quick. You know, it should have been a little bit bigger. But let's get to that later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, you're following uh, Harper, who uh, doesn't really have a costume. And, you know, uh, she meets like the baseball player who ends up like throwing her hood up to be Little Red Riding Hood. And, you know, the two of them kind of like have a connection, even though Mm -hmm. uh, Harper feels like he's motioning her forward when he was just asking for another drink from the waitress. <laughs> Which is, uh, like, imagine, like, crawling underneath the table in this situation to, like, approach this person and him being like, yeah, I I, I, I didn't want you. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Jesus <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Christ.
2: <laughs> yeah, the burn.
1: The burn. And, I, of course, uh, the introduction of uh, the lucky bat, the faithful yeah. bat, mm-hmm. trusty. Bat. <laughs> Loyal. <laughs> nice bat. bat. One hit. Also, that's a lot of talk for a bat that only comes up for about two seconds later.
2: Yeah, they... <laughs> it didn't seem like it was going to be used a little more. But yeah. Not.
1: That should have been his go-to weapon throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're at a party. They get bored at the party. They decide to go to a haunted house, which is generally a good idea. And, uh, of course, somebody has a flyer that they found, and... They all decide to make their friend feel better by going to a haunted house. Good idea, though. (laughs) How about you guys, are you guys fans of haunted houses?
2: I've only been to one like this type of haunted house before, and it was well done. It was, you know, really professionally put together. Oh, cool. And kind of a big thing. Um, Where was that at? It was in the South Bay of uh, the Bay Area san francisco bay area like down kind of by san mateo and it was really good and well put together and i it was halloween and i had seen uh the movie we went and saw the movie uh wreck the i think it's spanish or argentinian I, I can't remember spain maybe it is where spain it all takes place inside the apartment. So it was kind of like seeing Ooh. the movie and then going and being in the, that kind of situation. That's pretty fun. And it was fun. And it wasn't one of the hardcore ones where they, like, grab you or thing like that. Did but you get was, scared you know. though? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty scary because, you know, once you're in it and it's people around, it's well done. It's freaky. But it's jump one. scares that you're really oh, worried yeah, about, sure. you know.
1: How about you, T?
0: Well, as someone who is super claustrophobic, I do not do haunted houses. Now, that uh, being said, I really do like the work and, like, the aesthetics, that like, goes into making sure, all yeah. the haunt. And, you know, some of my friends uh, actually are in that sort of business. So I'm very fascinated by that aspect. Uh, but there's also, like, that part where, you know, it's, it's can- contained, but, like, you also can't really separate the fact like hey like this is all stage two so it's kind of like that weird balance where i hate being in tight spaces uh so if it was like more open i feel like that would be more of an exception uh in my my case but otherwise like i typically will not go unless i'm with like a group of people uh which is Uh, the way that you should uh, do it for like the haunted houses yeah definitely
1: i went to a really fantastic one um in pennsylvania it was uh, the the State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. They they take over the whole penitentiary because, of course, now it's just a museum. And, yeah, it was pretty fucking impressive. It was not cheap either, but they, you really get your money's worth out of that. And then at the very end, you, you go through five different stages of uh, five different scenes or, or themes. And then at the very end, they drop you off in this. Uh, you, you get let out into like a gift shop. And you're just ready to spend some fucking money. I'll tell you, I spent so much money in the gift shop just because you're, you're already so amped up that you're like, oh, God, yes, the gargoyle. Give me the gargoyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a little stuffed gargoyle. He's really cute. I'll show, him, I'll show him to you guys later, but yeah.
0: Haunted House is pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's how I feel after I get off of the Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, you <know>, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I need, I need one of those bellhop hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah true story. Uh anyway, so we get to this haunted house after seeing the sign on the road. Uh and uh you know, we see like this guy out front. Not really a whole lot happen and it's just, you know, the creepy clown, Uh not really doing much of anything. Uh, and, you know, he does like the whole, ooh, which hand is, it? which hand is whatever the object is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, turns out it's a neither because it's behind, you know, one of the girls' ears, uh, which is the key. And which, of course, unlocks the, uh, lockbox. So basically, like, they, they want to enter this, and they basically say, like, this is a shady establishment. Uh, and, you know, they kind of, like, go over the house rules. They have to sign the waiver form. Uh, Basically saying, like, you know, you can't touch the actors, you need to stick to the path, and of course you need to follow instructions that are given to you for your own safety, which we all know is bullshit, because in this movie, uh, safety is not a concern for the people entering the house, (laughs) because they're there to murder you, Uh, but you know, it's, it's, Straight out of the gate, they you know, they lock all of their phones in this lockbox so they can't really uh, have any outside communication or anything. And then they're led right in. And one of the great things about this movie is, you know, early on, you can't really distinguish what sort of attraction this is for a haunted house. Because, you know, you have, like, a very cheap, like... Uh, like spirit Halloween, like skeleton pop out, uh, that's like very slow, not really a jump scare, but it's enough to like get a little bit of a jolt just because the guy who's leading is distracted in conversation and his back is turned to the thing, uh, before he turns around and it pops out. Then, of course, you know, you have the girl who's putting her cat ears on top of it, uh, but like even early on, like everything is kind of like displayed as this show, uh, with one of the characters. Uh, which is the witch, where, you know, they enter this room and they see uh, this girl who is in a body bag. And, you know, the witch has this fire poker and she goes to stab the girl with the fire poker uh, to mark her like cattle, basically. And then, you know, the room fills up with smoke. So you have that element of, okay, is this like a presentation or is this actually happening? And then they kind of, like, trot around this idea of, okay, this is very just straightforward, there's not much to this. Uh, And, you know, we have a pretty good retreat to the short film uh, that, you know, we talked about last week, uh, a little bit after that. But I thought it was a very interesting way to do that, because you have Harper, who is, like, you know, the main character in this movie, who is torn between... (laughs) what she's actually she seeing and like, she's trying to decipher what is actually happening at the same time where she's not sure if it's real or if this is all just a stage production.
1: Well, it's a, I mean, it's a really good premise, right? And I believe there's another movie that has a similar premise that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Can't think of it now, but, um, I think it's, it's, it's a solid premise because, of course, everybody's going to think that it's made up and not until it's really super late. And, and they really milked that in the movie, which is fantastic. Not until it's super late do they realize that, that it's, it's gone to that it's that it's uh, that it's not a game. But you got somebody who's hurt in here. <laughs> oh, and the scene with Mitch. I really Mitch is my favorite. I don't know about you guys. But right. I mean, I really enjoy the fact that uh, there, it's not exactly gullibility. It's just uh, it's just a really good trick. And so you, you just kind of you know you're you're waiting for the for danger to descend on them, and you're waiting for them to get enough red flags, but you, they quite aren't getting there because they're supposed to. Everything is still in line with what they're supposed to be seeing, so there's no reason to doubt any of it. And even when uh, one of the group gets hurt, because we see that in the in the movie where uh, some of them get separated, uh, and uh, we have three that end up in a room where you have to stick your hand into a certain into a hole to, to try to, oh, uh, what body part is this? And the first one is it like eyeballs and then we've got like guts. Mm-hmm. And then the very last one, you know, we, we have uh, uh, the kitty cat sticking her hand all the way in the back to try to see what she can find. And then she gets, you know, her arm sliced up, but it's still not that bad. Uh, I mean, it's kind of bad, but, I mean, <laughs> but not bad enough to where it couldn't have been just an accident where it's like, oh, this shoddily put together haunted house yeah,
2: you know, cut me, and I need some help. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And not not to go too random, but it, and this does have these movies. You know, the uh, as you were saying, there was another movie kind of similar mm-hmm. that came out a few years. There is definitely a kind of tradition of these types of movies where um, there's an old there's the amicus. Uh, horror movies, which are the old '70s British mm-hmm. uh, ones, and there's one called I think it's called Torture Garden, but you might be thinking of a, there might be another one, but Tourist Trap, where it's a it's like a carnival like horror sideshow, yeah, where you tour and see the different horrors, and it, it's like the devil is actually the one who runs the tour kind of thing, and so I, I was feeling like this is kind of like the modern version of that. Which you know, the, is it a real haunted house? Is right. it
1: not? Uh, but then it also thinking back to, I mean, the house of a thousand corpses with the, with the side shit, with the, what do you call um, it? A roadside attraction. There yeah. we go. With the roadside attraction thing. It's the same. Sim- I mean, it's a similar story with the exception that that's a a, a, a setup that never goes away. Whereas this one had to be put up really quick and how did the killers even enjoy themselves when they had to work so hard? I mean, they look like they were part of an actual haunted house. Where <laughs> like there's like there's an employee room where you can like sit down and look at your phone. There's a bunch of like paint cans in the corner. Like it's just it was yeah. it looked a little bit too
2: much like work for me to feel like they were really enjoying themselves. It does, you know, it does yeah, it does make you wonder. There is definitely a sense of a like, uh... <laughs> like This is like the um it sort of also reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little mm-hmm. bit with the family. Even I guess you could say the texas chainsaw part two more even more so but where you the group of kids stumbles into the family of killers but yeah it makes you it does make you wonder because this is clearly a far more organized group of killers
1: it's like there's so much organization involved that it's like how do you even find enjoyment (laughs) i was trying to tell a bunch of my girlfriends about this movie and i'm like who goes to a haunted house that just got, that just brings up out of nowhere. And my buddy was like, you mean like spirit stores? I'm like, oh, you're right. It can happen. They could just be anywhere. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's a good trope. I'm not tired of it. I thoroughly enjoy it. And it's just, you're just waiting to mayhem to just begin. And, and it just kind of trickles in and, and, and everybody is you know, like even when you're in a haunted house, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm always like scared shitless. I'm, I am scared, and so like you're trying to convince yourself that it's not real anyway, and so I, you know, it's, it's fun. It, it's, I thought it was a really fun movie overall, mm. and we're not even done talking about it. So that's kind of
0: cool too. <laughs> Yeah, and I, oh. I have to say too, like the whole, the whole game. You know, we just, we just watched a short film about uh, sticking body parts in holes in the wall, right? And here we are yeah. a week after. And we have the same fucking thing where you know you have Catgirl Mallory losing Harper's mom's ring because she's reaching too far in, and I, I have to say, like uh, about like the cutscene in there, the CGI blood was. P- My least favorite part of this entire movie because it's so bad and out of place where, you know, I just had that immediate disconnect where, like, obviously, like, she she was cut up because you see the blood, but it's just so poorly done that it's like, really, that's the direction that you're going with? Because, you know, some of the other effects that we had with the gore were fucking fantastic, especially with, like, crowbar, uh, like, peeling of the face, you know, and shit like that. So it, it just felt very disjointed knowing that we had very good aspects of the gore and then we had ones that were obviously, uh, went the cheaper. Yeah. Ah,
1: yeah. Where, like, somebody's like, you know what? This needs more blood. He's yeah. like, hey, man, we send the good editor home. Well, yeah. where's yeah. the assistant yeah. editor?
2: Chop-chop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more blood. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it was de- it's com- definitely a lower budget movie, and it it could have also been one of those things where they're like, we'll, spe- we'll spend a little more money. Like, you can soup up your effects with a little CG blood. Yeah. Like, we'll love oh, you. Oh, know. yeah. Because it feels like a movie that, it's super low budget, but mm-hmm. it's, like, well done. and it I ended thought it was real well done popular. Too, yeah. So I bet you it was one of those ones where they realized, as they were getting ready to like, this is a better movie than we thought. Well, <laughs> so, these are the
1: same guys who did A Quiet Place, right? Yep. So, um, I don't know how low budget it was, because it seemed like the production value seemed like a good you know, fair enough. And also but you know, to your point, the whole premise of the movie calls for a low lower budget anyway. Yeah, so just all in
2: a warehouse kind of
1: Exactly thing. right. I mean it's all makeshift, we just made this last week and started killing kids
2: <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> they would have to travel around the country, I would figure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what I figured they had to be doing.
0: Yeah, just but, just like in Hellfest. Hmm. Oh, interested. But yeah, the the other part, like of the whole game, you know, I really enjoy the trope of like the Jock sticking his arm in to like try to help find the ring in this case, and then he like fakes that he's the one being attacked. Oh, right. A- and then you know, poor, Ma- uh, like it's Angela who's like getting attacked in that that situation, and it's just like. He, he doesn't know that it's actually happening because, like, he just feels like she's ripping him right back in this case when that's not actually happening. Mm. Bunch of jerks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the cast had that very traditional horror movie group of kids. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. It, it, it's funny because it's still, like, this was a 2019 movie, right? Or is Later, it... right? Oh, 2019? Okay. 2019. <laughs> it is kind Of interesting because it had, that felt very kind of 90s, right? Uh, you you know, got like the, the
1: nice girl who's pre- kind of sad, and you got the jock, you've got the, the meathead, and uh, you got the sexy one, uh, and then you got the one that got put away so quick you can't really put a personality to her.
0: Oh, they're sexy. Oh, you mean the, the great Gatsby?
1: Yes, yeah,
0: there you go. But, uh, the rich one. <laughs>
1: That's
2: a trope, too, right? <laughs> and uh, oh just blanked what I was gonna say.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, the body count in this is honestly a lot higher than you would probably expect for this type of a movie, right? I it, mean, most people died. pretty nice, yeah. There's I want I to, I'm trying to remember like how many were actually shown on camera of like the main cast, it was like 11 or 12. That were killed off in this movie between the teenagers and the cult members. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a cult? House. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll get into that in a bit. Um, Miss that, but, but
1: you know, I mean, the if you make friends with a bunch of killers, mm-hmm. it's already a cult, right?
0: Right. Yeah, there were certain aspects, obviously, that they kind of like leaned into with that. Uh, but you know. Pretty nice array of kills throughout the movie. You know, we had the uh fire poker to the skull, we have pitchfork impalements, uh, you know, we have faces being ripped off with the crowbar, stab shotgun blast, uh like skull crushing, and you know, a couple of others, which was pretty nice. Uh, but I definitely feel like the uh the face being ripped off sequence was probably the most defining part of this movie in regards to, like, what's going oh, yeah. to hook, like, the gore <laughs> fiends out there.
2: That was intense. Let's take your mask off. That was kind of the slogan of the movie. Yeah, that was
1: uh, And that was Mitch that did the ripping part, which uh, I thought that was a really good reveal. So when uh, he shows up, like, and he just pretends to be a regular employee, which technically he is. And then he's got that really casual voice, like, hey, guys, what's going on? (laughs) And when they finally gets him outside, which, incidentally, well, it's not that it didn't make sense, but it was just very annoying where out comes uh, Meathead, and he just takes off. I'm just going to call him that. And then out comes Mitch, and the dude's nowhere to be found, and then Mitch just seals up the hole, and it's just like, motherfucker, because he was, I guess he was so scared that he just learned to run away, Right. So he just ran straight out, and okay, but uh, but then and then later when they're outside and Mitch takes off his mask and then like like he's he's got a really scary face. That was a pretty good reveal. That was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, they, I figure they must be a cult or like a family just because of the whole body modification thing that they're all kind of doing, altering their. Faces and stuff. But what was
1: up with the the vampire dude, the, the guy with the vampire mask? Where okay. he, uh, mm-hmm. like, I'm just helping out. I'm like, what the fuck? You mean you're helping out? He like, what did...
0: he was the newest recruit, basically. So basically, what you have here is, uh, you have these group of people who are looking to make themselves into the monsters uh, underneath the mask. So basically, uh, like, figure uh, the the mask is kind of like their character or like their avatar, and mm-hmm. then all of these people were mutilating themselves to be more like the mask that they were wearing. So, you know, you had the mask, but then you also have like the ugliness that was underneath. And then you know that kind of like led into the whole, you know, let's let's tear your face off aspect of it, because they wanted to see like their true selves of the people that they were killing uh in this case. <laughs> Which I thought was very interesting, and it's one of the most striking things about this movie, too, is, you know, you don't really have a whole lot of, like, deformities being, like, the center stone of, like, these characters. And, like, with the vampire, you know, like, yeah, he says, like, he's just helping out, but, like, it's very obvious that he was in the earliest stages that you could possibly be for this specific group. But the way that Mitch was set up, I thought was really ingenious the way that they did it because he's like kind of set up as like the g- the go-to for help in this situation where you know yeah. you want to believe in him like you know he he has you latch on for quite a while until he puts the nails in the door and then that's when you're like oh shit because you know the whole time he's like oh well do you still want to see my face and then that's <laughs> before you get to see like the, the ghoulish Uh, features that were hidden underneath and it's just like man i I wonder like how long into the process those characters were because some of them had a lot more work to do than the others yeah
2: definitely that's why that one guy kind of looked like the leader the devil guy because he was so completely all the changed yeah to almost be completely like his mask mm-hmm. which also reminded me of that old twilight zone episode where they put the mask, the, the group of people put the masks on they look normal but they put the masks on and they're kind of bad people they're at the uh, reading of the will for their dead relative and then their faces end up changing to mimic these horrible yeah. masks
1: i haven't seen that one
2: it's one of those cases where it's like how they say Simpsons did everything. Oh, yeah. Like Twilight Zone did everything. <laughs> like every movie is a Twilight Zone episode. Nice. Horror movie, I should say. <laughs> but it reminded me of that. But yeah, I, did they ever specifically get into or is it sort of like just sort of deriving information from the story that – it's like a cult where they're doing that. I can't yeah, remember if they that? were giving more specific information about that.
0: They, they didn't really dive into it too much, but just the fact that, you know, they were all kind of, like, following the same sort of code to, like, become the yeah. Avatar heavily leaned oh, into that. hmm
2: Definitely. And, yeah, and, and the whole kind of the, it, there was a structure to it where there were lower people and higher people in the structure
1: that's true and I did enjoy that at the very the 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 end credits are are uh, panning over uh, the the blueprints for the haunted house mm. and there was i mean yeah I thought that was pretty neat but I really wish they would have spent more uh, time in that that really cool room with the plants and the smoke and the redness remember that the the, the smoky room
0: yeah like after the shoot
1: yeah i'm like what that mm-hmm. the whole thing should have, i mean they, they ended up you know spending so much time in the concrete room with like the you know the, the fence I'm <laughs> yeah, like really like
0: yeah,
1: when right. i just pool room like this thing is just kind
2: of yeah, use the sad. Produce, production
0: value
1: yeah man, mm-hmm. you already spent okay. the money
0: <laughs>
1: that's just me though
0: yeah, yeah and of course it can't be a haunted attraction movie without at least one of the people going inside like this is. Physically, like having an altercation, you know, with one of the haunt actors, because you do have like the meathead pushing the the chainsaw guy in in said room. Actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, then like uh, probably pro- <laughs> shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you think? Yeah, bad idea.
2: Well, they, you know, don't they have those real haunted houses where you sign a release and they mm-hmm. really get physical with yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> mess with you and stuff
1: there was one that um uh, that I, I think and I think we talked about this one the last time right where it was I think it's in the south somewhere I'm not really sure but uh there was a documentary about it how it's supposed to be the scariest haunted house ever but really like there's documentaries about it being really good and then there's other documentaries and then there's other videos about people saying how like all they do is just berate you and mm-hmm. and, and end up like punch or hurting you but not like it's it's um can it's ran. not like yeah, like where it's like, hey man, this isn't really a business.
2: <laughs> it's not really creative. <laughs>
1: like this is I don't know what you're doing, yeah. but uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I yeah, I'm kind of I kind of want to look that shit up now.
0: It's basically legalized torture. It's how exactly, it.
2: but it felt like that was kind of a, those are kind of an inspiration for yeah, these, I uh, guess so for this movie. I mean, is what I meant to say
1: because uh, I mean they do pop up like this pretty ad hoc. Like they're not really. I mean, I've seen several growing up where it's just like oh so and so you know they built a haunted house over here and it's not like there's a franchise or there's like oh, no, you know no. building codes that they have to follow it's just like oh it's just a bunch of people got together and trying to make some money
2: well it's kind of like um the one i went to it's kind of like the uh Almost like the Ren Fair, where really? it's like a similar kind of thing, where it's like a same kind of group of people, and I think they have some kind of organization and they oh, put it on wow. every year, basically. And also the pirate one. There's like a pirate one where they, you know, have ships and everybody dressed up on pirate day. Where's the, the pirate one? one? It's also down in that area as well. Damn, I gotta go check that but shit out. COVID kind of you know ruined a lot of that stuff. But
0: so basically, what you're saying is the Ren Fair is also a cult.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> there's a lot of theater geeks in that cult.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so, probably. <laughs> well I guess I I guess then my follow up would be like, okay, well maybe it's not so much a cult as it is just a very big fandom of killing people in this case in haunt. Yes. You know? That's right. <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah, there's just a lot of like minded murderers that yeah. just wanna hang out. Yeah, and just
0: murder, murder a bunch of teenagers.
1: <laughs> i'm glad i never go after like 40 year olds i feel good about that there's <laughs> never like there's never a trap for us we're miserable enough as it is
0: <laughs> they're like oh fuck they don't fit our demo yeah you can't you can't
1: <laughs> you mean like i don't have to go to work tomorrow Oh well. Right. <laughs> uh now i'm
2: sad <laughs> oh and, uh, speaking of uh you know, um, House of a Thousand Corpses, which you mentioned earlier. I like in the uh final credits, did you hear notice how it was like an acoustic mellow version of Dracula? No, I missed that. In the, the credits music. It's it was That's like late. a sort of soft singing version of uh of the Rob Zombie song. Very funny. It took me a minute to realize because I wasn't, usually I would just turn a movie off once the credits come on, but I was letting it play because I was like, wait a minute, I recognize these lyrics.
1: Yeah, I really wish, uh, one of my, the most frustrating scenes though was when the jock is hiding in the, I guess the the break room. Is that what that is? Yeah. (laughs) The (laughs) The break room. The employee room. (laughs) And he's hiding back there. And he comes back out because he thinks it's you know this you know the it's clear. And Mitch is hanging out, and you know, and there's a phone between them. And he grabs a phone, and instead of dialing nine one one, he he just sends his location to the ex boyfriend. Is that what he did? Yeah, I'm not sure. No, no, that is what he did. I'm just like mm-hmm. I me. Mean, let me rephrase that. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. And it's just it like really weird. that's such a weird thing to do. Like why not like. Call for help from a legitimate source, and then so like, and then the boyfriend who's like, who had given up on stalking his uh, his girlfriend was like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm home now, and then he's like, oh, that bitch sent me her location. It's <laughs> on. Not...
2: Totally down.
1: Now I'm gonna go beat her up again, and then of course, um, uh, oh wait, but before we do that, then we have the the Mitch and and Jock hanging out. Mitch is the only name I remembered because I liked him, <laughs> and then like he he runs away but like he throws the phone or something like I don't but then again that's just your, your regular horror movie actions that don't make sense right yeah I guess
0: well, Mitch, it's Mitch just a dumb teenager logic you know uh, yeah. stupid people making stupid choices
2: that's true Mitch is the blonde guy right the uber driver no is Mitch he... is the, Mitch the is guy ghost.
1: who uh, takes off his mask who's the guy who yeah
2: right right right
1: And so, uh, so that was, that was kind of funny. And then, of course, in comes ex-boyfriend to sort of say he's just supposed to be a distraction. But then he gets taken down so quick. Like I said, I wish he would have gotten a little bit more, like, you know, a little bit more of a show with that guy. I mean, we spent all fucking movie trying to figure out, like, how he's going to be, you know, either a help or a hindrance. Mm -hmm. And then he just turns out to be, like, nothing.
2: I felt a bit, just to criticize this movie a little bit, that the main characters, like the story the story they tried to put in of the abuse, like her abuse in the past, yeah. Oh, yeah. felt okay. a bit shoehorned in to that as well. And um,
1: then oddly specific at the end, like, oh, now you're in a childhood bedroom and you have to go under the bed. It's like, how did this yeah. fucking work out? Like, what?
2: They were clearly trying to set up a thing where she was sort of like, I won't, you know, she had been abused in the past and now she's going to not be abused. Right. She's I'm going to overcome that.
1: my trauma. Yeah.
2: But it felt like it's a bit shoehorned in. And, but I, I appreciate them putting it in because if you don't have that kind of thing, it, that movie becomes very straightforward in terms of just like, and it's already pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, That's, I wonder if, I almost wonder, too, if maybe those were, like, reshoots or add-ins, you know, to be, like, we mm-hmm. need to sort of beef this story up a <laughs> we little We gotta
1: beef this shit up. <laughs> How are people supposed to review it on their YouTube
0: channels? Because well, I mean, it does. The, that. I would say, like, the other part of that, too, though, is, like, in regards to, like, prepping the haunt, you know, maybe they're pinpointing their audience at who they're actually breeding into this. So they probably have, like, some pretty deep background checks on the people that they want to bring in here.
2: Mm -hmm. And just to nerd out again, uh, it reminded me also of the movie, that Italian movie Demons, Mm -hmm. when the the guy who goes around passing out the flyers to see the movie to get everyone to come in and and they get, you know, attacked by the demons in the theater. And they had that guy out there who was kind of like, I'm the, you know, invite people here. Always comes down to demons, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> although this was very, <laughs> yeah, demons won. although this was very real world grounded right like yeah. not very supernatural i would say for at least no allusion to any supernatural stuff
1: i really like the death of the witch was pretty good because that was a little teamwork teamwork <laughs> action that was fun of course you talked about the tearing the face off that was a lot of fun too <laughs> yeah I think what else the Oh. oh, and then the bat. I mean, like the bat was a little like odd. I mean, like really, like all that damage was just one little bat. Mm-hmm. And then, he, and then he throws the bat. He's like, I'm not gonna kill him. I'm just gonna hurt him a little bit. Like, Here's my bat. Try not to catch me too soon.
2: Horror tropes. Horror uh, you know, not to get, not to make everything like. Everything really has to be like the movie Scream, but you know, it is that thing of like, do, do horror movies not exist in this world? <laughs> <laughs> has nobody in this? I mean, it's a, it's a haunted house. <laughs> yeah, they're going to a haunted house. Halloween. Like, come on, these people have seen the horror movies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I go to a haunted house like that off the road like that, too, because you never know what kind of dangerous shit is in there, even if they're not trying to kill you. Yeah.
2: Step on a rusty nail or something.
0: Mm hmm. Or, you know, maybe choking on a grape that you find in a hole in a wall.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, that was, the, that was the other part of that scene. I'm like, who, who does that?
2: <laughs> the, the, wait, wait, what... The...
0: When, when the, yeah, the child reaches in and he's like, oh, it's like, it's small, it's smooth. Oh, yes, yes. And then it, he pulls it, out the grape yeah. and then he eats it. <laughs> like, you don't know how long that thing has been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally.
1: It's not meant to be consumed. You don't know if somebody who peeled it had dirty hands and
2: they'd just gone to the bathroom? Jeez. When, isn't that the thing for Halloween when you have the blindfolded yeah. person? The grapes are eyeballs, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the spaghetti it's is... brains. Like, yeah. But that doesn't make sense because
1: brains
2: aren't like though right? I don't know. Uh, but not that this is exactly... this. The grape thing actually keys into one of my annoyances with movies, mm-hmm. especially horror movies in general, although it's slightly different. But it's that tendency of characters to taste... Things for like you, like you Ah. said, nobody does that. You would never pick something up in a strange place and put it in your mouth or taste it.
0: But characters in movies do that all all the the fucking time. time. So weird, bunch of weirdos. It's about like on par with like laying down in a pool of blood that you think is dry, like (laughs) in (laughs) the (laughs) Kalana midnight. It's like, oh fuck, this is fresh
1: oh, it's still wet. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, well, guess that's nothing to worry about.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I think even in that short with the the wall, oh, the vagina, vagina wall? I think he, that character even sort of touched and smelled uh, and tasted well, things. Well, put his dick in it. So that he- <laughs> well, he it,
1: too, so, yeah. It's like... I mean, you know, at least the characters in this movie, like, were, were instructed to do that as far as a horror movie, you mm-hmm. know, or a, a haunted house scene. Not this other kid. Like, nobody told him to do that. He just did it on his own.
0: Yeah. correct But if, you, if, if, I mean, it, I mean, this is going to tie into this, but, like, if you want a dick-in-the-box horror movie, there is a special... <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That'd be a, a perfect companion piece to uh, continue the whole game that we see in Haunt. Uh, but yeah, so okay, let's let's talk about the third act. So after we have the whole uh, okay, we're gonna hide underneath the bed sequence with Harper, mm-hmm. uh, calling back about you know her abusive father. Uh, you know, we we kind of like have that final showdown where. Uh, you know, the jock and Harper attack the witch on, you know, the roof, basically. Uh, they slam the door on her repeatedly to completely bash her brains in. And then, you know, they make their grand escape. Uh, and of course, you know, the place is like fenced off with this barbed wire. So the jock, you know, throws his uh, his jacket over so they're not getting pricked on the way out. And then, you know, we have another horror trope that follows when we're in the hospital with Harper, where she has a nightmare sequence where, uh, you know, she she returns home only to get attacked. But she's immediately waking up. And, you know, I, I really hate those sort of fake out endings because they're old. It's such an 80s thing yeah, and yeah. it's been played out so much where it's like I, I feel like there's been too many times where, you know, a movie does that or they they double dip, which makes it even worse. But thankfully, we didn't get that so much in haunt. but I just really like the idea of, you know, you have the clown who uh was like the last of the guys alive from this cult who was trying to track her down in this case and like, you know, finish the job. And of course, they do the whole kind of like Home Alone setup where you're like, oh, right. you're going to come after me? Nuh-uh, I'm going to booby trap my own fucking house and let's see how you fare.
1: <laughs> I didn't mind that. I thought it was kind of fun, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know how frustrating how frustrating it is to see like a bad guy just get away with everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like, nah, yeah, although it was kind of a cheese it was a little cheesy, right? But it was still kind of, you know... Nice little wrap up where he he can't move his feet right because he's glued to the ground, and then like he looks up and he sees like that the there's a shotgun holder without a shotgun, although that was ah uh, whatever. But yeah, it was it was cute. It was a nice little you know nice little bow for the movie. You don't need it, but you know it's in there, and that's not too bad. Yeah. What do you guys think?
2: Was it like it would have been better without it or keep it? That was fine i liked it. I mean it was kind of like you said it's kind of standard like standard you know, it yeah. was like you know carrie friday the 13th mm-hmm. uh kind of thing but uh but no I, I mean in terms of the dream part uh but uh no yeah i thought it was good i i, I liked it overall
0: yeah overall i also liked the movie I, mean, I really appreciated just the fact that as he's trying to free himself like the sole of his boot completely comes off and then he falls forward right into all the nails in the ground
1: yeah, there's a lot of parts that we didn't talk about just because there's there's just that many uh, traps in the whole movie which are you know uh, they're just kind of fun to bump into uh, but um, but I mean like we we didn't talk about the whole uh, end or not instinct but the end of the haunted house. Mm-hmm. Which was I thought that was pretty neat, you know, with the with the shotgun.
2: Oh, uh, that no.
1: you're supposed to, you feel <laughs> yeah. like, you know, oh, did they really follow the rules of like, oh, if you get through the haunted house, you get to go. Now, <laughs> and then of course the whole like, uh, you shot your own friend, which was which is always a which is always a devastating. Although not always, it, it it's so funny because ever since Martyr, the whole you you shot an innocent person, or you killed an innocent person. Uh, trope in movies, like that was the most devastating one because in that movie, the girl accidentally kills her mom. It's mm-hmm. really sad. It's really devastating.
0: Yeah. Now, now, I- now streaming on shutter by the way, that was part of the <laughs> new French extreme wave that was added at the start of March. God, that movie's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so uh yeah, so like they had the whole like, oh, you you know, the, they will send in your friend dressed as one of us and then you'll kill her and you'll feel so bad. But that uh, it was, it
2: was, was a little soft. It's okay. It was fine. Yep. <laughs> I don't think to add to that. Yeah, it's a very straightforward movie.
1: Still a lot of fun,
2: though. Yeah. No, it did have good traps and, uh, and they tried it at the beginning just to go back to like a couple of the traps like the, uh, falling knife, like a board full oh, of right. knives. But it was kind of like at the beginning it was sort of like is that a real trap or oh, not? Yeah. Kind of thing. It was still early on, you know. So.
1: And did you guys know right away that when they're walking through that hallway that has those weird bags of hanging something that are dripping oil? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that fucker's gonna go up at some point.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that right, because that was for uh, getting rid of the whole thing at the end, right? That yes. isn't that. that yeah, is he sort burns of like, it down.
1: The clown burns it down yeah. to the ground.
2: Yeah. Which is all seemed like it was always the plan is that they would you know they kill a bunch of people do the thing and then destroy the whole place and move to another
1: maybe there should have been like a whole sequence at the end where like kind of like the beginning where he's got to like drive everything to the dump and he's got to return the generators to Home Depot <laughs> so <he wrecked> <laughs> mm-hmm. I or at least cool like things.
0: dragged all the bodies that like have an actual burn pile
2: yeah exactly <laughs> I know that's like I was saying earlier, that's like, it, it's not a big deal, but that is one of the sort of problems of this movie is it's like, with with Texas Jetson Massacre, you can, it's believable that Some these property. families just kind of, yeah, yeah like they, just they just live, live there yeah. forever and they live underground and people don't know they're there. But these people who do, there's a lot of business transactions, even though they're underground and do stuff, like they're... You know, like, are they renting that property? Are
1: they, yeah, they fork, the, There's a phone signal. You know, like They're the phones were like, signing a lease? <laughs> it didn't yeah. look like they was that much out of town when you see like the whole. Uh, <laughs> the, the
0: I don't know. I, I think it was probably cash transactions only. Ah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's smart.
1: Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like you're like gonna kill people.
0: <laughs> find some random farmer and just pay him off. And, <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. I like that too. Mm. And then you gotta kill the farmer jeez
2: that's a lot of people unless he's an evil (sighs)
1: unless he's an evil farmer Mm. there you go all
0: right what else you got uh i mean i really don't have too much else with this one because i don't want i don't want to really detail all of the traps primarily because like this is this is a really good movie to like go into without everything spoiled just because it is more (laughs) run-of-the-mill i mean it's it's a very quick like what like 83 minutes it was mm-hmm. a fairly short horror movie too. On top of that, mm-hmm. definitely.
1: But yeah, it's a lot of fun though. I enjoyed it. It had some really interesting special effects, <laughs> except for the the CGI blood that you hated so badly. Uh, and we can we can write a letter to the to the to the writing team, <laughs> dear sirs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all in all, I watch it again.
0: Yeah, mm. dear sirs, less CGI blood, more Mitch. Please,
1: more Mitch. <laughs>
2: more Mitch was Mitch great. I wonder if Mitch was from that town. You know, like Ooh. was he? Did he? Was he so recent that he actually lived in that area?
1: I don't know, but they seemed like they were all pretty young, though. Like they didn't seem like they had like a lot of like older teammates. I like, the clown looked like he was maybe the older one. Like maybe he mm-hmm. was like eh, maybe he was in pushing fifty or something. But even the devil looked like he was in his early forties. And then, like, the vampire looked like he was in his late 20s, early 30s. Mitch, I'm not sure. That was a lot of, That's he had a lot of work done. Um, But, I mean, even that, I'd put him, like, in his late 20s, early 30s.
0: And just my assumptions. Mitch. Yeah, the the other part of that would be, did they all go to the same person? for the work? To do the work? Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> some <laughs> underground doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I I felt like, I mean, this is sort of
2: outside the movie world, like, Mm -hmm. breaking the fourth wall. But, like, with the devil guy, if you wanted to fight that guy in real life, you just got to, like, start grabbing grabbing his face pierces (laughs) and his... Because that, would, I imagine, would hurt like hell if oh, you start yanking man. those things around and mm-hmm. jamming them and pushing them and stuff. Just start moving his face around. But
1: body, uh, body mod is pretty popular. I feel like there's lots of places and legitimate nice places that'll do that for you mm-hmm. and stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, sure. it's not it's not all American Mary in the body mod community. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like they don't, <laughs> you don't really need to go that far. <laughs> you can go to a strip mall in LA or something and get a bunch of
2: stuff done. Mm-hmm. And that looked real. I yeah, I think
1: it. I mean, like the devil looks straight up real.
2: Yeah, he. I, I get the feeling may have been a guy. That's just as real, yeah. like. Because uh, it didn't look like makeup. It looked. I mean, they had makeup over like right. the devil makeup, but the piercing look, look actually looked yeah. real for the most part uh, on him. And there are people like that. Uh, there are if you go on the internet who have full on.
1: Like it's actually very popular. It's a very. I feel like it's pretty common at this point. Mm.
2: Well, I mean, to have some, but not like your whole face. This
0: is. Okay. Yep, Yeah, Yeah. Definitely <laughs> go check this one out. It is streaming on Shudder because it is a Shudder yeah. exclusive
2: Halloween movie.
0: Yep. Another really great Halloween movie. All right. So, looking ahead, uh, next week, air quote because we're recording after this. Uh, we have my pick, which I'm really excited about, because I really like this director. Uh, we are talking The Last Circus, released in 2010, directed by Alex de la Iglesias, Iglesia, uh which is definitely the most interesting one uh, that we'll talk about so far, up until... It's not the Sonic oh, Rain, which is another one, which I like, I I love that we're doing both of those. Cause those are two of the more unique ones mm-hmm. Uh, out, out of the lot that we have, but very hard movie to kind of pin down, but we'll talk more about that on our next episode. Uh, So if you guys are looking to contact us, of course you can do so a number of different ways. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash handle with scare. You can find us over on YouTube, all our content there at handle with scare pod, can reach us on Twitter at Handle with Scare. And of course, you can email us at Handle with scare pod at gmail.com. Uh, now, with that being said, you've been listening to Handle with Scare. This has been episode 50 Talking Haunt release in 2019. Uh, and of course, I've been your host, Emily Drug, joined as always by my co hosts, John and Holly Hooch. And we'll see you guys back next week.